Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Coach Lois here for another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. More and more, I'm getting these downloads from the universe <laughs> to share more and more of my story, more of my raw, vulnerable, authentic journey with addictive behaviors, specifically, especially alcohol, people-pleasing, working too much, ultimately spreading myself way too thin with craving those dopamine hits one after another, back to back to back to back. I had no spaciousness in my life for several years. And so I have so much compassion. I have so much I have learned. And most of you, if you've been following me, uh, know that I'm actually going to be leading a 40-day challenge um, about busting through your addictive behaviors and finding your better body. Body as in physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional, because we are spiritual beings having a human experience. I believe we chose this body, this life, this path to experience a lot of things. And no matter what you may have been told growing up as a child, there's there's both that polarity of darkness and light. You can't be happy all the time. I'm here to tell you, it's, it's not worth wearing the mask and pretending and faking it anymore. So that's why I wanted to come to you guys today to, to share a little bit of what I hope to be um, and an eye-opening or mind-opening discussion about what are addictive behaviors? What are they really? And I just want to give a shout out to those of you tuning in live. Comment below, hashtag live. I would love to know who's tuning in. Again, if you're just joining us, comment below, hashtag live, and where you're tuning in from, city, state, country. Uh, I'd love to recognize you. So at the end of the day, um, I shared with you a few of the addictive behaviors. And when I started going on the journey, going within, understanding the why, like, why was I drinking too much? Why was I working too much? There's, there's a lot of reasons, and I'm actually going to share and help you go through all of the things I've learned. It's going to take all of the 40 days to be able to share all of the things that I've learned. And I'm, I'm still learning, guys. I'm still very much on this journey with you. Yay. Welcome in Pennsylvania. Unfortunately, I can't see your name. So just going to welcome you in Pennsylvania. So I'm here to tell you I'm not the guru that says she has it all figured out either. I just might be a few months, a few paces, maybe a couple of miles ahead of you. So I want to share with you, I'm actually going to see if I can share my screen because I have some slides. I, I have so many addictive behaviors that I discovered about myself that I, I put a slide together, multiple slides. So this is going to be part inspiration story, part education. I always like to educate people and to give you some value to get you to think, especially as it's Friday night, right? I was always, well, uh, when I got to my extreme levels of drinking three to four bottles of wine a week, I actually, it didn't have to be Friday or the weekend for me to drink. I'd, I'd find any reason to drink. 
right? And so it's, I do know people when it comes to the weekend that might be thinking about drinking, that might be thinking about working. I'm not saying that you have to not work weekends, but I'm just saying that a lot of times we have these obsessions or these things that consume a lot of headspace, a lot of headspace, and it makes it really hard to focus and be present in the here and now and create that spaciousness for oneself. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. I have my slides, if I can find them. If I can't find my slides, I'm just going to go ahead and share. Um, I won't share. I'll just I'll just talk to you guys. So let me try this one more time. Slides, computer. All right. I don't think I'm going to be able to share my slides. Okay. So I'm actually going to be doing a, an info session next Tuesday where I'll be sharing my slides. But the main idea here is this. There's a very common addictive behaviors that people list out. And I know that, you know, some of them are, are really acceptable in society. Some of them are demonized or frowned upon or looked down upon. And here's what I learned. <laughs> no matter which one maybe you're struggling with, that's taking up a lot of headspace, consuming a lot of time, maybe money, we're going to shift a paradigm. We're going to shift a paradigm. Because you've heard me share before, just stopping cold turkey, whether it's sugar, alcohol. I mean, if you love to shop, you know, if you're addicted to sex, if there's gaming, you know, there's all these different things. I'll list out the ones that are most commonly known. And then I'm going to list the ones that I also discovered that aren't usually thought about. Okay. So the most common ones, of course, alcohol, drugs and smoking, food or emotional eating, I also put dieting in that same category, coffee, napping, believe it or not. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but if you have got to have a nap every day, there may be something going on there. TV, Netflix, scrolling on social media, working, texting, or the dopamine hit of notifications on any kind of apps, sex, gaming, fitness, working out. I've seen people get divorced over that, believe it or not, and then shopping or spending money in whatever capacity. If you're really like always on Facebook marketplace, always on Amazon, just like you you feel stressed and you, you go buy things at the store. That's 13 of what I call the most commonly talked about, known and studied. But there's actually a book um, and then a podcast that I listened to that really shift my paradigm. The book, uh, I've shared it before, but it's probably been a long, long time since I've shared it on this podcast. It's called When Society Becomes an Addict, talking about codependency, talking about dysfunctional childhoods that lead to trauma imprints that cause trauma responses that are so unconscious that we're just, we're just not even thinking about it. Now, the previous 13 that I listed, those could actually, um, those could actually qualify also as trauma responses, but I want to list two, a different list for you. And I want you to really process these things and think about and reflect upon them, how they may be impacting your life. So in the book, 
when the society becomes an addict, the actual number one addiction is fear. So if you have this ability of fear of failure, fear of rejection, constantly in this mind loop of kind of self-sabotage limiting beliefs or even feeling fear in your body, that can be an underlying symptom of a trauma response. And you can be addicted to fear. It's, it's all in that book. The other ones that are, again, not quote unquote necessarily tangible People-pleasing or overgiving. People-pleasing or overgiving was my one of my biggest symptoms. I had no healthy boundaries. I was available seven days a week, right? Oftentimes getting up and starting my day at 5.30, going, 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 going. You could also just be simply addicted to limiting beliefs themselves, not feeling enough, not feeling worthy and being caught in a loop of those emotional feelings, right? Shiny object syndrome, oftentimes, which is the indicator of not finishing what one has started. So unable to focus, that can be something that you train your mind to do. All of these, by the way, have to do with the mind and the body. Overcommitting, a little bit different from people pleasing, specifically you're addicted to saying yes without even thinking about it first. Like, sure, yep, you can count on me, which again still is paired with people pleasing, but I, I put it in a separate category. Overthinking, overanalyzing, same thing. Kind of like that analysis paralysis. Overwhelm, believe it or not, I think that goes along with kind of like that dopamine hit, adrenaline junkie, uh, kind of like drama. Like a lot of people love daytime soap operas, right? <laughs> because it sort of helps them feel better about, you know, what's going on in their life and they can check out. So I put that as a separate category, not talking about TV, but the drama, the adrenaline junkie rush of those dopamine hits. Gossip or worrying about others, even projecting yourself and your fears upon others. And then really last, this isn't maybe a category, but it's just to kind of summarize what people will, will oftentimes you'll hear say, well, I just have an addictive personality. So I overdo everything. I've heard that before. Um, and so I also had that mindset. I was... I was saying, well, I just have an addictive personality. I overdo everything. So those are another eight or nine things. So we're actually heading into over 20 numbing default mode network. It's part of your brain default mode network where you just, it's your default. It's your go-to because your brain has been wired that way. And a lot of times you've heard of this before. Those are trauma responses connected with fight or flight freeze, where it's difficult to make decisions, you feel stuck, you disassociate and shut down, push yourself away from the problem or the person. And then the fawn, so fight, flight, freeze, and fawn, F-A-W-N, that's the having no identity of yourself. You, you give your power away. You're overwhelmed, having no boundaries. So that was a lot. But I have hope for you, for anybody you know that may be struggling. What if I told you you can get to the root cause of these things 
and change your relationship with any and all behaviors by simply healing your body-mind. I was fortunate to find a podcast called Take a Break from Drinking with Rachel Hart, and it really, really spoke to me. It really, really spoke to me. And she helped me uncover a lot of what was driving my behaviors, my addiction to people-pleasing, numbing myself with alcohol, working too much, overcommitting, having no healthy boundaries, the dopamine hits. I had conditioned my brain, some out of a survival, the reptilian portion of the brain, that's the portion of our brain that's addicted to fear that the caveman, our ancestors, they had to be able to run away from the tiger, right? <laughs> they had, otherwise they're, they were going to die, very likely get killed. So we still have that part of the brain. There's so many other parts of the brain. I'm going to talk about this in detail on Tuesday um, in my free info session where I'm going to discuss about the 40-day challenge. And here was my recause. Underneath all of it and all of the work, when I started to reprogram my mind, when I did exercises where I wrote out what was the circumstance, what was happening in my environment when I decided to finish off the bottle of wine? Or what was going on in my world and my environment when I decided to be available for and be all things to all people all the time? And breaking down circumstance by circumstance and connecting it to the unconscious thought that was driving that feeling that then I would take oftentimes an unconscious action and get that result. Again, the symptoms of drinking too much. It was shame. Underneath all of that was shame. And there's lots of different ways to look at it. There's, there's guilt, um, there's self-judgment, there's the inner critic. But I thought, based on my limiting beliefs of not being enough, so therefore always doing too much, always doing more, having more, drinking more, eating more, it was driven by that not enough and then exacerbated by the shame because I thought, oh my gosh, I can't tell people that I'm drinking too much. I can't admit that I have problems. I don't want to be seen as not perfect, that perfectionist that was also inside of me. And I take responsibility for all of that. And part of what helped me open up to this realization was when one of my mentors said, everybody, everything, including alcohol, relationship with food, relationship with sex, relationship with all of these things, right? That can be too much of that then impact and impair your life, maybe even put you in, in dangerous positions. It then just becomes a vicious cycle, a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you still perceive these things as the tiger coming after you, right? The fight or flight, or if you're stuck in a rut of people pleasing and you're ashamed to say no because of a childhood trauma of abandonment, that fear of rejection. So until I spent, and I'm not kidding, hours, sometimes in the middle of the night after drinking too much, I would wake up and the shame monster would come, the judgment, the inner critic. I had to take a lot of time to heal back 
the layers of the onion and really find self-love, self-compassion, and actually also look at things like shame, guilt, that, that critic, that voice that's driving us a lot of time, our ego, our monkey mind, that's saying negative things about us. They were actually doing me a favor. They were trying to get my attention. The body keeps the score. The body is always holding on to these things that if we don't look at them with grace, support, by the way, I didn't do it alone. <laughs> you really, really deserve, you owe it to yourself to take a look at those things and to really get to the root cause. So I'm going to talk more about that on Tuesday. I'm going to talk more about that Tuesday. I'll, I'll drop below um, the link to my Tuesday free info session where I'll show you the slides then. I was hoping to be able to show them to you today, but I was not able to. You can go ahead and email me at lois at loiskofi.com. And even if you can't make the info session where I'm going to dig deeper and help you self-discover with doing a couple of exercises for free, it'll be about an hour. I'll do a couple of short exercises to kind of help you start to peel back what's going on, what's driving those numbing addictive behaviors that I listed earlier. And if you see value in this, please hit the share button. Sharing is caring. I, I just posted about this today in my Facebook stories saying, you know what, if I can help one mom slash wife out there who is waking up at night with anxiety, fear, shame, self-flagellation, beating herself up because I did that way too well. That was also an addiction, <laughs> was beating myself up. I could add that to the list, right? So being my worst enemy, being my biggest critic, realizing, albeit the hard way, that I had to do something different. I had to be the change I wanted to see in my world. And I got to heal the relationship with alcohol, I got to heal my relationship with work, I got to heal my relationship with people pleasing and fawning, which is one of my biggest ones, my biggest trauma responses. And I'm still working. I still am peeling back some of that not enoughness and shame. And at the same time now, I feel so empowered that I'm leading for the first time and probably the only time because it's a lot. It's a huge commitment for my 40-day challenge. You'll have three meditations a week, kundalini yoga, breath work. I have my fundamentals that are going to be helping you heal, go within, mind, body, spirit, alignment, um, working through some of the child inner child healing, working through recoding your DNA, recoding your brain, reprogramming it for your ultimate health. And of course, your ultimate wealth, because a lot of times what I discovered is if you don't have your health, mental, physical and spiritual, I'm talking about here, and you have all this money, it's ultimately going to you're going to spend all the money in order to heal. And that's actually what I did totally autobiographically. Or if you one of your uh, numbing behaviors is money, spending, shopping, you know, that is going to impact your wealth. And here's the last thing I'll leave you with. You see, I've got a couple of comments here. Yes. 
Yes. Thank you, Gandalf, for tuning in. Appreciate you. Yeah, we we don't don't we don't think we we just don't because it's it's so you're not supposed to talk about it, right? And I'm I'm not saying that also if you are an alcoholic or you know um, overeaters anonymous, there's all these different supportive tools, rehab. I just want to give a shout out for that psychotherapy. If that works for you, this is going to couple beautifully with those because we're going to dive deep for a very, very small cost. It's only 97 bucks guys for the whole 40 days. We're going to heal together. We're going to cry together. <laughs> we'll pray, meditate, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever word works for you. And yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And, and quitting, just quitting cold turkey. I just want to throw this out there also. Two, two, maybe, well, one thing for sure, maybe two before I wrap it up, is quitting cold turkey wasn't the answer for me. I'm not going to say abstinence is not for anyone. I think it, it works for some. I do know the, the, the success rate and the percentages are pretty low. Uh, so this couples really well with an abstinence model. And I will tell you, because I've been in the health and fitness industry for 17 years, I have coached over 10,000 people and I've lived my own journey my whole life over four decades of dealing with different addictive behaviors throughout my journey. The quitting cold turkey, the willpower, the white knuckling it, 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 it didn't work. I just transferred the habit to another thing. So we're going to work together. There's going to be a lot of grace and compassion, judgment-free. Judgment-free, I find also a lot of rules <laughs> can, can oftentimes, um, if you're like me, a bit of a rebel, you know, you want to break the rules. So we're going to have spaciousness, ease, flow, grace, kundalini yoga, breath work, meditation, and then all those super conscious classes to help you really, really heal in, in, a, in a capacity that I think could change your life could change your life. That's right. Perception, right? And that's the last thing I want to share. Thank you for reminding me, Gandalf. We don't see ourselves for who we are. You see yourselves as who we think people need to see us. Yeah, that's the, that's the people-pleasing thing. We forget who we really are, right? You are some of the five closest people around you, right? And so that might mean you you end up changing some relationships along the way too. You know, some of that people-pleasing and addictive behaviors has to do with people who may not be serving you, not just substances or numbing mechanisms. And what I like to do is share that alcohol, TV, sex, you know, all of these things, they're neutral. They don't care if we use them or not. They're neutral. In fact, if you want to go even deeper, they're illusions, it's our perception, the mirror of the mind, what we perceive is there to teach us something. We just got to wake up to that truth and recognize that and slow down enough. That's what I had to do. Even going into debt to heal and slow down and truly save my life. I'm hoping you're not there hoping you're not that far, but I, I was pretty much at the proverbial rock bottom and I have zero shame in sharing that because now I have so much love, acceptance, radical acceptance, compassion for myself and others 
who may be struggling and not knowing where to turn to. So I hope you can sign up for my 40 day challenge. Please again, sharing is caring Gandalf and whoever is tuning in, please hit the share button. And then I will drop the sign up for Tuesday's class, February 14th at 1 p.m. Pacific, where I'm gonna do a couple free exercises, little meditation, little breath work. And then we're gonna talk about what is all included because it's too much to talk about here. You can email me lois at loiscofi.com. And remember, you were you are so worthy. You matter. The journey you are on is happening for you. And by healing yourself, you heal others. You heal ancestral lines forwards and back. You heal your children. You heal the collective. And that's what we're all here. We all are one. We are all connected. So your pain is mine. Your joy is mine. And if we can all just see, like John Lennon said in Imagine, <laughs> that we'll all live as one um, and come together and support one another in community, that's that's what I'm talking about. So feel free to reach out to me. And again, this is Coach Lois signing off for another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. I wish you the best health, the best wealth, whatever that means for you. Trusting and going inward to find that best wisdom for within you lies all of the answers. Have a great day.